This is the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-ferocious Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like a hungry tiger. Just Yeah. You were like are nonstop on the go at all times. I, I, you know what I say to people all the time when they ask me about you? I'm like, he doesn't really know how to sit still. I've been sitting still all morning waiting for you to log in. Yeah. And then, and then you, it was so hard for you. You texted me and said, Hey, can we get, can we do it earlier? Yeah, yes. <laughs> in our agreed upon time. That's how, how little you sit still. Exactly. I'm having a great time. I'm in Billings, Montana right now. Uh, nice. Yeah. It's super smoky and uh, super white. Yeah. Yeah. That's about right. So you're doing a fair out there. And is there anything cool that you've done so far outside of uh, entertaining the white masses? (laughs) No, but I don't think we uh, talked about me camping in Colon, Michigan. We had pre-recorded our last episode because you were going camping in a place called Colon. Yes. And uh, all the sleeping bags are elongated and brown. (laughs) So I end up camping at the high school parking lot uh, or in their like field. And did you pay to camp in a high school parking lot? No, I just did it. I was squatting. It was amazing. Were other people doing that? Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of squatters. Oh, okay. So we all chipped in and we tipped the janitor 150 bucks to leave the door open to the locker room so we could use the shower and bathroom. <laughs> and how did you get in contact with the janitor first? Oh, he was, he, come you know, out he, was, with... he was just out kicking it. He was cool. And this is a regular magic convention that happens every year. So I assume yes. maybe he's hip to it. Yeah, he knows he knows the score. So <laughs> one night, so I was there, I slept there four nights on the third evening before I went to bed. I'm watching a show and, I, and, and a storm blows through. So it's windy and it's hailing and all that jazz. And after the show, I go back out to my tent and a giant plastic lid of a garbage can had blown off of the garbage can and landed in the middle of my tent, snapping all my poles. That's karma for sleeping illegally. <laughs> You know what we do with the people who squat on the football field? We smash their tents. Is there no hotels in this place? No, it's a town of like a thousand people. And then they have a giant magic festival? Yeah, it's like their 83rd year. Historically, people would rent out their spare rooms for people to stay in. But during COVID times, they're a little worried about that? I guess over the recently, as kind of people, old, old timers have moved out, new people have moved in, people are less hip to that. Oh, that's too bad. Cool with it. So, so was it fun? Did you have a good time? I, I saw you did like a show for the Amish or something. <laughs> yeah. My first night I got some, someone's like, Hey, you want to go to Amish dinner? I'm like, sure. So then they're like, Hey, afterwards we do a show for the Amish. Do you want to do a show? And I'm like, all right. So yeah, they were a great audience. I really enjoyed it. Did they, were they weirded out by all your iPad and your devices that are, they're not, you're tempting them. <laughs> So no, they're they're um, like they had electricity, but it was all solar powered oh. because they're generating it themselves. And I think that's the loophole. What? Yeah, because they're not supposed to rely on the outside world. So if they're generating this in house, it's cool. Are are were they Mennonites or Amish? They were Amish. Huh? Because I thought the Amish couldn't use any technology that was like 
past biblical times. No, they they can use. I guess they can use it, but they can't rely on outside things. It was like perform magic performers to entertain yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> come in. We can't rely on that. So yeah, that was my week. It was a lot of fun. I nice, drove by. Man. I drove by an Amish pretzel factory, and I thought of you. Oh, did you go get one? Wait, an never Amish, a factory. I can't a be giant, real. That's not it was a, a giant barn. And, oh, okay, gotcha. It was a barn. Yeah, um, but they were always closed whenever I was by. Man, the Amish has got some sort of super secret, super secret in their food. It's crazy. The, the yeast. So it was cool. That's it. Was a good. Was it? Did it bring you back to your childhood camping and with other? I didn't camp as a kid. Was there, was there, was there, was there women at this thing? Is there yes. women at this this magic festival? Not, <laughs> Not at the lot. Amish show. <laughs> Probably, I would imagine it's about the same. Yeah. So there yeah, was no. women at the magic convention. Yes, there were. Okay. Not a lot, but there were. <laughs> it was like a, what was the man to woman ratio at this thing? Like seventy to three. Oh God. Yeah. Cool, man. That's all. Awesome. Are you going to do it again, or was that just check it off the bucket list? And it's checked off the list. And normally, I'm working that week, so it's kind of a weird year that I had that week off. Nice, man. Well, uh, I'm glad you got to do it, man, and I'm glad you got to uh, help out the local community with your <laughs> devil temptations. Yes, with my devil skills. <laughs> all right, let's get the stories, Louis. Let's do it. get to some weird stuff. This story comes from dailyadvent.com. That's a new source more reliable than trying to rob a bank with a note written in Braille. Well, you got to go to the blind bank, the National Blind Bank. <laughs> the NBB. <laughs> yeah, that would not be so effective. My question is what how would you what's your getaway? You got to get yeah. a getaway driver? <laughs> yeah, it's a getaway dog. <laughs> Uh, we don't know. We don't know what the the suspect looked like. We can describe his dog, though. <laughs> his dog was a service dog. We're pretty sure of that. Story goes: bank robbery in England goes awry because of some bad handwriting. So this is probably why I don't rob banks. Is my handwriting? Yeah, your handwriting is. Uh, this guy's is more legible than your handwriting. <laughs> I know. I was like, dang, what is he? The prince. <laughs> Bad handwriting thwarted a bank robbery in southern England because tellers couldn't decipher the robber's threatening note. Retiree Alan Slattery, 67, fled empty-handed from a nationwide building society branch in Eastbourne in March after employees struggled to read his message demanding they hand over cash, Sussex police revealed on Thursday. That would be my move if like, I was ever a bank teller and someone was trying to rob me. I'd be like, I'm sorry, I can't read your handwriting. Or I'd be like, yeah. oh, no, better yet. You'd be like, I can't read. That's a good excuse, Louis. I can't read. I can't. I honestly don't can't even count. <laughs> I just hand out whatever a scoop of money anytime anybody asks for withdrawal. That's you I yeah, just scoop of money. He's got an ice cream scoop. Yeah, it's just a scoop of change. I got a bucket <laughs> of change next to me. <laughs> I think it is effective, though, because like in Mexico, once uh, I sort of like went speeding through like a police stop. And uh, they pulled me over and they were trying to extort some money from me. And I, un I understood enough Spanish to understand that they wanted money. I just kept saying, I don't understand what you what you're asking. And they didn't speak uh, English. So eventually they just got so frustrated. They let me go. So, yeah, I think that is a tech good technique. 
that's what I did. Actually, I'm dealing with a speeding ticket right now via through the mail with a California court. And I should be like, hey, I can't read your handwriting. They're yeah, like, it's right. Type letter. You use New Times Roman. I only can read Georgia font. <laughs> only learn to speak courier. Sorry. Blame the public school system. Police shared a picture of the note on Twitter. If you look hard enough, you can read your screen won't stop what I've got. Just hand over the tens and the twenties. Think about the other customers. You know what though? Okay. So your screen won't stop what I got. I feel like that's the text you get right before someone sends you a dick pic. Yeah, true. And also think about the other customers. That's what they would also send. Yeah. Think about all the other, think about all the other people that are getting this picture. <laughs> I think the, the problem is he's got too many words. It just where you write, this is a robbery, hand over the money. Yeah, I got a gun. That's what yeah. you say. Maybe there's some legal loophole. Like if he doesn't say that he has a gun, he doesn't get punished as much or something. That, that is the whole like uh, raising Arizona thing in, in that movie where like, he's like, it's not armed robbery because there's no bullets in the gun. Yeah. Yeah. Later that month, Slattery made off with $2,400 British pounds, around 3,300 American dollars from a nationwide branch in his hometown, St. Leonard's. He tried another robbery at a NatWest branch in Hastings in April, but left with no money. So he's already done two and only scored out of one of them. So he's one for three. Yeah. Like that's, he should do, try something else. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Police later identified Slattery from bank security footage and arrested him near his home. He pled guilty to one count of robbery and two counts of attempted robbery in July. A judge sentenced him to six years. Only six what do you years, Louie. What do you well, think, man? Well, he only he only took money from one place. That was only like two grand as well, three grand. Yeah, I mean, he went in and he was unsuccessful at what three other places, and so. I he didn't so, pull a gun. He didn't threaten anybody. He just had a note. Who knows? He could have found the note on the ground. So I think you should be charged with robbery if you go through with it. Like whether or not you yield any gains, you, you committed the robbery. Nah, well, you didn't take anything. It's not a robbery if you don't take anything. I get, but he tried. I guess that's why it's attempted. Not really. I mean, he just passed over a note. He, it's a, to me, it's a suggestion. <laughs> i have a gun suggested donation all of your tens and 20s <laughs> and you know it's like giving feedback in the suggestion box you know he's <laughs> like here's the thing i have a gun if you donate over two thousand dollars you'll get a t-shirt and i'll save a whale there you go i'll donate half of these proceeds to my bookie yeah <laughs> i mean you gotta have someone proofread it first of all you're right you gotta have you gotta hire someone to proofread it yeah, no, you got to put on the, on the put it on your Facebook and crowdsource it. Be like, hey, can you read this? Yeah, get, what is the most intimidating word? Should I use? Think about the customers. Should, should I use? I will shoot you in the motherfucking face. Yeah, I don't think they should have given him six years. I think that's a little extreme. They should just demanded he go to grammar school. <laughs> he has to do a penmanship class. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I like it. news part two this story comes from buffalonews.com that's a news source more reliable than using a ghost as a babysitter you can't use a ghost as a babysitter louie they're, they're they're awesome at making your kid pizza 
wiping diapers down. I mean, wiping, I think um, that could be a good excuse if the police ever arrest you for, uh, you know, child negligence. You leave your baby home by itself. You'd be like, no, no, no. Casper, the friendly ghost is watching it. I'd be like, it's with my Nana. <laughs> He's a wonderful babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This uh, this story is about ghosts, Louie. It's up your alley because you yeah. are a ghost enthusiast. I am. And the story goes, ghost hunter plunges 15 to 20 feet as paranormal investigation goes wrong. I think if the ghost hunter gets injured, the paranormal investigation is going right. Right. I would think that that would be more evidence that there is a scary ghost or violent ghost. Yeah. A ghost hunter in Buffalo, New York, reportedly fell 15 to 20 feet during a paranormal investigation inside one of the city's landmark buildings. I like that they have she carries probably like all sorts of ghost electrical meters and all that, but not a ruler to see how far she fell. 15 to 20 feet. Yeah. Come on. My iPhone's got a ruler I could measure that with. Yeah. I mean, what, what are some ghosts? You got the ghost meter, the white noise odometer. Like what? Yeah. What, Yo, temperature what? gauge because it gets hotter or colder. Wait, what does that? that? Does that mean that there's a ghost if it gets hot or cold? Yeah. Yeah. If it gets cold, that means there's a ghost. Oh, really? Or, or a window somewhere near? <laughs> or it's winter. <laughs> yes. I mean... <laughs> Is that a real thing? Do you know these things? Yeah. I remember you brought your ghostometer over to my house. Yeah, and, and your uh, oven was your your oven hood was haunted. Yes, and you found uh, Erica's knee was haunted also. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but now didn't she have dead person knee put in? Yeah, she did have a cadaver ligament put in her knee. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's there what it was go. sensing. According to the Buffalo News, the unnamed 35-year-old woman was searching for ghosts in the nearly century-old Central Terminal building on Saturday when she plunged through a substation roof. Clearly, this place was haunted by the ghost of a building inspector. Right? Man, I wish I would have known because I've, I've spent some significant time in Buffalo and I never even knew that this place was here. I would have totally gone to this. It looks super cool in the picture. Yeah. The woman was taken to a hospital and treated for multiple injuries. The newspaper reported her current condition is not known. Because she actually was a ghost. <laughs> a man hunting ghosts with her was not injured. So she was with somebody and no one even thought about, did, did he push her? Was it the no. dude? I think the A, the dude did it. B, why do they call it hunting ghosts? They're not like killing them. Yeah, like, yeah. It should be, should ghost be like. exploring. Yeah, ghost seeking. Ghost trekking. Ooh, yeah, ghost spotting. Local NBC station WGRZ reported that the pair was ghost hunting without permission in the historic structure, but no charges have been filed. Dude, you how do you get a per ghost permit? Like, because the second you, the city issues a ghost permit, the second the city like admits ghosts exist, and then yeah. you can. Well, I mean, you could get a permit for exploring the building. You don't have to say it's for ghosts, right? I think you do. Like, I can't get a per, a permit for like shooting into the air and then like shoot an elk wait what so you're saying you need a permit to shoot a gun in the air yeah i can't no I can't you don't <laughs> to kill sure. something you need a permit exactly i uh, guess how, how can you kill a ghost it's already dead true yeah you can trap a ghost is there like you know the ghostbusters trap ex exists now yeah i'm sure it does now everything but from 80s movies exists now Buffalo Central Terminal was an active train station for a half century operating from 1929 to 1979 before falling into disrepair. In recent years, parts of the terminal have been refurbished and occasionally open for special events, including ghost tours. 
and and falling through roofs here and see what was caught that possibly can prove that paranormal activity does exist at the Buffalo Central Terminal. The blurb for one such tour in 2018 declared, in addition, the TV show Ghost Hunters filmed at the terminal several times. What? I Yeah, they filmed there. It was all just like the outtakes where the guy uh, falls through the roof. This man, I can't get behind the ghost shit, man. I mean, I like I love playing along with silly stuff, but I've never seen a ghost. And everyone, like even last week I was in Idaho and one of the performers I was performing with was like, oh, this place is haunted. I once had a door closed behind me and just slam out of nowhere. I once had these lights go off, just flickering. It's like, there's a million different reasons. Why would a goat, why would a, if I was a ghost, I wouldn't be sitting in some building flickering goddamn lights. I'd be like flying around, figuring out who killed JFK. I'd go and like, you know, yeah, because, because ghosts can time travel. <laughs> you don't know. I would go through like the files of the FBI. I would be going like, you know, hanging out in the White House, seeing what's going on. Like I would, I would be making shit happen, man. Going to you'd Russia, be going through the out. files. You'd be going through the FBI files to see if ghosts really exist. Yeah, exactly. I just think it's silly, man. I'm not into ghosts. I know you are, and it's, it bothers me regularly. <laughs> I have a picture of a ghost. Exactly. It's just a blurry thing. Maybe it's a picture of Sasquatch. The Sasquatch is more believable than your ghost picture. <laughs> so what do you true. think about this, Louie? I, I do like that people are do, going rogue with their ghost hunting. It's, I mean, there's too much corporate ghost hunting going around in our world yeah. right now. We need yes. some more <laughs> fringe ghost hunting. <laughs> and it is a reminder to be safe when you're breaking and entering. You know? Yeah. B&E safely. Yeah. Get, get a map. Maybe uh, bring some spelunking gear and, uh, you know, be safe you, out there, kids. Yeah. Bring, bring, bring your building inspector buddy with you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. I want to thank you so much for listening. If you want to contribute to us, you can do so by going to our website, clicking on the Patreon link, and becoming a Patreon member of ours. That's right. For as little as a couple bucks a month, you can get crazy things such as postcards from the road, like Billings, Montana, some exotic locales. Maybe Cologne, Michigan. Um, our, it's Colon. Oh, Colon. Colon, Michigan. <laughs> they will correct you. They're like, no, oh, the, they're, oh. very, they're very proud of the colon. Oh, nice. So where can the fine people see you this week, Louis Fox? This week from the 17th through the 21st, I'll be performing at Montana Fair in Billings, Montana. And then starting the 23rd, I will be performing at the North Idaho State Fair in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Nice, dude. Yeah. Go hang the, with uh, more white people. As good, yes. Louis tour so white is going to be my hashtag. Uh, where can they catch you? I am doing a virtual show for the Hillsborough Public Library on the 17th, which is uh, the day that this podcast comes out. So it's you want a link, go to the Hillsborough Public Library and you can get the link there. I'm also at the Central State Fair in Rapid City, South Dakota from the 20th to the 24th. So if you happen to be out there, maybe checking out Mount Rushmore, uh, come 
check out the show, man. I'm going to be hanging out go. with some a mutual friend, Michael Mesmer, and nice. uh, Marty Davis is going to be out there. It's going to be a, a hoot. You and my and Michael Mesmer are going to are becoming quickly becoming BFFs. You know it. You of course. Yeah. Now, come on. You, your virtual show is that live or pre-recorded? It will be live, and Ooh. I'm a little nervous about it because the last one did not go so well. And, but they're uh, having you back. They didn't fire you. <laughs> well, they hire me for two. So they've already contractually obligated to, to pay me. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It should be fun. And that's uh, I would have stayed out in uh, in that. I was in Idaho last week. I would have stayed out there, but I wanted to come back and do it from the home studio as opposed to the road, because uh, I want to give my, myself a chance to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But that's it, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. Send us a message, info at rnotbeat.com. Check us out on the social network sites. And we really appreciate you tuning in. Hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Out and Off Beat podcast.